Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. We're on a crash course headed toward the center of a dying sun. All right, welcome to episode 81, Fuck Thanksgiving. Do you like Thanksgiving? Yeah. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I, Thanksgiving. I, I don't have the problems with it that you do. But, but like I so I, I I totally sympathize with why you don't like Thanksgiving right at all. um I I more just have like an a, a more adult perspective to both Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah but it's not about me anymore. it's about the like, food is what it's about <laughs> well, see, <laughs> Thanksgiving I feel like is about mom because she she has certain things that she really wants thanksgiving to be and then yeah christmas is about ch- is about children yes like, no christmas is about me and, <laughs> and my traditions See, and, and my decorations for so long well like, i don't care what kind of presents i get or anything but it's about me giving the people presents and having all the decorations and all of the yes you know all the traditions that's what i like about it well so anyway, for people who haven't figured it out by now, today's special guest is Kagan, my little brother. If you don't know who he Hello. is, you've been in a fucking box and you need to go listen to other episodes with Kagan, right? Right. Yeah, go listen to the Urban Legends episode. I'm particularly happy with that. I like it a lot. Which one? What did you say? The Urban Legends one. Oh, yeah. That was a fun... That was a good episode. That was fun. Which would have been episode... It was 79, I remember, because we were making 79 jokes. We didn't make 79 jokes, but jokes about 79 being as good as 69. So, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, and then somebody posted online what 79 was on Urban Dictionary, and I threw up in my mouth. Yeah, me too. I'm not not okay with that. (laughs) Um, before we get going, though, I wanted, I have a few, a few little shouts. If you want to donate to the podcast to help keep us running, go to ageofradio.org slash colormedead slash. There you can listen to our show, donate to our Patreon, and shop our sponsors. We have Loot Crate, Loot Wear, On It, and Blue Apron. Um, thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. I have been very neglectful of them, even though they're supporting the shit out of us, because I have a lot of shit to do. However, the stickers, the, uh, Order of the Chalk Line stickers just came. So, this week I will be sending out Order of the Chalk Line stickers to all of our Patreon subscribers, whether it be $1 or $50. Everyone will be getting one. So, now's the you time. You get a sticker. You, and you get you a sticker. You get a sticker. And I got the vinyl kind this time, so hopefully they last better. They, they, you know, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. 
people can go tag can go tag road signs with them and they'll stay up through the winter weather. Yeah, like when we put them up on Bourbon Street and they pressure wash Bourbon. I can't talk. Bourbon Street every night, and they, like there was one that we put there one day, and the next day that we went after they had pressure washed it, it was already fucked up. So. Hopefully these can withstand the Bourbon Street pressure oh, wash. <laughs> I'm going to send some to the people down there close to Bourbon Street to go tag some shit. All right? Do it. Anyway. Represent. Yeesh. So last year when we did our Thanksgiving episode, or did we do it on Thanksgiving? I can't remember when we did it, but it was episode 33. We covered a Thanksgiving murder, which was the one of Jody Myers. And um, it's called Feathery Most Fell because mm-hmm. it's that fucking guy with the goddamn mullet and that has the prison dating <laughs> fucking shit. The fucking bitch. I hate him. But then we did a follow up. And for those of you who haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. There's a recap called Remembering Jody Myers. But he. Return of the Mullet Man. Return. Oh, that's what I should have named it. Return of the Mullet Man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was, though, is that they. Like, she went over to get her shit out of his house or something like that. I can't remember. And um, he ended up killing her, putting her in the car, and he was going to marry her body. And he called her mom and was like, hey, I'm going to mail you her ring finger because I'm taking her body to California. And we're going to get married. And he was on the total, he was on the East Coast for the love of God. Like, I think they're in New Jersey. And he's going to drive all the way across the United States to marry her body. Like, all right, sir. You, my friend. And the motherfucker gets out soon, too. I think, I think we're coming up really close. 90. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah, he's coming, he gets out really soon. Which is bullshit, but just in time for Thanksgiving dinner, right? Well, he and he gets out like November thirtieth of I can't think of what year it was. It might be this year, but anyway, if you want to go hear about that Thanksgiving murder, backtrack. So today we're going to move on to other murders on Thanksgiving because I say fuck Thanksgiving. All right, (laughs) have I said that before? Fuck Thanksgiving. I think you said, I think you said that on like the last two episodes. I you don't I like think, Thanksgiving. I don't. I love the food. Hate the guilt trips. Mm-hmm. Hate getting dumped yeah. while I'm pregnant on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> like, sorry. Oh my God, was that on Thanksgiving? I had no yep. idea. Yeah, that was on Thanksgiving oh Day. My Jesus, I was three months Christ. pregnant with Calvin, and we were driving out here to have Thanksgiving with the family, and he dumped me. So I had to drive him an hour back because we were already an hour into the drive. Had to drive him an hour back, and then I was what hysterical. A piece of <laughs> what yep. a piece of garbage! Yeah, so oh my God. I hysterically drove two and a half hours to Utah by myself after, you know, pregnant. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you should go and take a spa day next Thanksgiving. I should. Or this Thanksgiving. Why not? I know. I'll just send the kids over to mom. I'll be like, I'm out. I'm going to go do this. (laughs) I'm going to go sit in a sauna. Fresh shock of breeze in the sauna. I can get whatever Mm -hmm. when I wanna. Anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> that song's called Willy Wonka, and I love it. Da, 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 you never heard it? Da. It's Russ. I love Russ. By right. the way, audience, Nikki and I have about like a two or three second delay between us. So if we sound like we're talking to each other from like people from another planet, there's a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. we so she'll are. say something hilarious and then in the middle of her next sentence i'm talking over her there's a reason i'm not just being an asshole <laughs> right okay so i'm uh, first so first i put together a few unfortunate things that happened on thanksgiving day so the first one i got him off ranker.com and that's not wanker that's yank no yanker <laughs> we'll get to that later <laughs> it's ranker.com the thanksgiving day wankings <laughs> Okay, so in 2013, an assistant high school coach was stabbed to death after he tried to collect a gambling debt owed him by LeShun Williams. Allegedly, Williams was defending himself from having his pinky cut off and ended up murdering the coach. That's really oddly specific. Fuck Defending himself from having his pinky cut off. I'm sure hmm. if, yeah, well, if he's trying to collect a debt, they're like, I'm going to cut your fucking finger off. No. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Better pay your debts or I'm going to bust your kneecaps. Bust your kneecaps. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. So... Another one, on Thanksgiving 2014, a 19-year-old thought he'd go joyriding when he stole an SUV from a gas station in New Orleans, but he got more than he bargained for when it turned out that there was a one-year-old baby in the vehicle. He abandoned the car after 15 minutes, but it's still, but he's still being charged with theft and kidnapping. Okay. Fuck Thanksgiving, yeah, I don't feel but... Bad for him. Yeah, let's not leave our kid in the car either. Our one-year-old child yeah, in the there's, car. Yeah, there's... Yeah, nobody's really innocent in this situation. No. No. Like, I... I... Well, unless unless somebody was filling their car up with gas. Right. Maybe, because it stole it from a gas station. In that case, it's like, well... Right, you're sucks. not going to take your kids all out and, like, pack them around while you fill up the car. Mine would love that, but it's not going to yeah. fucking happen. They're going to sit in the car. But I also take the yeah. keys with me, too. So, yeah. there's that. Uh Yeah. On Thanksgiving 2013, a couple of snobby thieves made off with 200 cases of wine valued at $648,000 from, es- from Esquin-, Esquin Wine and Spirits <laughs> <laughs> in Seattle. <laughs> the thieves were- it sounds like you're speaking a foreign language trying to get somebody's attention. You're just like, um, Esquin! Esquin! Sorry. The thieves were caught and charged with attempted first degree arson, second degree burglary, and second degree theft. Because you need some wine on Thanksgiving, Jesus. I don't think I've ever had. Oh, I I don't know why. These people are really uptight. Right? God. Don't get your panties in a twist. I remember. One, one Thanksgiving, it was like one of the best Thanksgivings. I don't know why. It was, it was just me, mom, and dad. Just the three of us. And we had some delicious red wine with it. Oh. And it was like, it was my last Thanksgiving that I still lived at home, I think. And 
like we had gone through so much shit at this point like with me coming out and just other sort of just emotional garbage i was that pregnant we were... that year no i just had a baby yeah and i think things were just kind of finally starting to settle down yeah for the first time in a while and i just it was kind of this weird emotional dinner with just the three of us but it was really nice we had some red wine and i don't think i've ever had a thanksgiving that small since just three people i but it was it was nice i think i had one with just me and the three kids once yeah it was fucking amazing I know, huh? It's like we put all we make such a big deal about this, but I, I think we may have had one with just four people too. Um, like out here in Salt Lake, it was just at our house, and it was me, Jace, and his parents. Yeah, and that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Small Thanksgivings are still good. Uh, yeah, saying. I think I'll go to mom's house just so that I don't have to cook, though. But then she'll make me cook stuff. So I'm really thinking this through. I don't know. Just bake a pie. Yes, I should. Or I'll, I'll last yes. minute it and be like, oh, by the way, what time are you eating? I'm going to be there. And then I don't have to bring anything. Oh, yeah. Just See? you showing up is enough. Yeah. Well done. Oh, I would have totally brought something if I would have known I was coming sooner. But well, it looks like you got it taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> I'll make rolls. I can make rolls. That shit's easy. Uh, rolls I'm and so pie. excited to cook on Christmas on Christmas morning this year. Mom and I have so much fun cooking on Christmas oh, morning. Yeah. We wake up early and make that egg bake and bacon and other shit. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Former Akron cop. Okay, Akron cop. What? Am I understanding this? Yeah, I Akron don't know where Akron is, is, though. Somewhere. Okay. It's not Akron. Somewhere. It's not like the guy that's in love with a stripper. It's like somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. And if you know, send it in. Send us a handwritten letter telling us where it is. Former Akron cop Eric <laughs> J. Paul was sentenced to four years in prison for aggravated assault, tampering with evidence, menacing by stalking, and other crimes after he choked his, choked his ex girlfriend on Thanksgiving, twenty fourteen. Um, so did he kill her? I, Let's see. I don't know. No, just assault. Okay. I like being choked on Thanksgiving. Okay, it's like just assault. <laughs> <laughs> oh man man where's my pun i'm trying to figure out like i like a little like turkey asphyxiation or something but it's not coming <laughs> oh god turkey neck asphyxiation <laughs> just reach in there and grab the giblets baby <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was the other thing i wrote down some of these thanksgiving puns and they were like kind of rapey so i felt questionable about saying any of them but one of them was tying the legs together will keep the inside moist oh my god <laughs> uh, that's not a pun but it's just disgusting <laughs> sage advice for your thanksgiving day turkey baking <laughs> I told you. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I like it. Okay. Next one. An allegedly abusive man from Gary, Indiana, shot his girlfriend to death on Thanksgiving morning in 2013. The deceased mother told police that the man tried to fold her in half. 
The man was sentenced to 50 years in prison for murder and battery with a deadly weapon. Like, was the bitch not putting the turkey in right? Did she not baste it right? What the fuck, man? Come on. I don't know, but being folded in half is a pretty brutal uh, punishment. Yeah. That would be pretty painful. I'm pretty bendy. Unless it's just being folded in half, like fending f- bending forward, that's fine. Right. Those are just t- those are called toe touchies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Gary, Indiana, is where Michael Jackson was born. Oh Bam. shit! <clears throat> Two creeps from Gulf Breeze, Florida, stole a turkey that was being kept as a pet, along with fifty <laughs> some fifty other animals from a family farm. Joshua W. Anderson and Jacob H. Provo stole the turkey and used a bow and arrow to kill it before admitting that they planned to eat the turkey for Thanksgiving and were on the way to butcher it when they were arrested. Whoa. <laughs> Like, do we not have that enough so turkey? F- or we don't have enough money for a turkey this year? So I'm going to go, I'm going to get my brother and we're going to go down to that pet and farm down just down the road and we're going to get a turkey. Ain't nobody going to see it. I'll shoot it with my bow. <laughs> It'll be fine. Mama's going to be real proud of us. Um, <laughs> we didn't have to pay for this or nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That poor man, who well, whoever is whoever's pet that turkey was, that um, that uh, they they were probably very upset, right? Because they probably taught it how to do all these tricks and hand knitted a bunch of outfits and stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sure that a turkey is a really gratifying pet. No disrespect. None. None. <laughs> um, during 2012, during the 2012 Thanksgiving holiday. Lady Gaga was celebrating with her family in Peru when she discovered 35 of her little monsters camping out in the garage. She said she tried to slide some stuffing to the fans, but there was no cat flap. She couldn't figure it out. Is this a euphemism? (laughs) Please tell me it is. <laughs> well, so the copy we're reading from cat flap is in quotes it's like okay um we can assume that that is like a dog door or something but the fact that it's saying cat flap makes it oddly sexual i don't know what to say <laughs> she <laughs> tried to slide some stuffing to the fans through a cat flap <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately there was no cat flap that that is kind of a creepy story and that's that's very nice of her to try and feed them but why but are there 35 found, fans in your garage if there were 35 podcast listener well i don't know if 35 listeners of this podcast were like hiding out in your carport would you would you bring them out some stuffing and shove it through your cat flap to them i mean probably not through my cat flap because i don't have cat flap fever oh thank I've got cat flap fever, baby. Uh, cat flap fever. <laughs> Gross. So we're, we're gonna have to save that for the uh, 
the end thing. Yes. The, the cat flap. <laughs> so in 2014, Jacqueline Blake chased her boyfriend around their kitchen with a knife after she discovered that he'd been eating Thanksgiving dinner without her while she slept off a long night of drinking. <laughs> According to her boyfriend, she stabbed him at least once and then injured his left eye when she threw the knife at him. Ooh. God, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can make more turkey. Right? Don't stab somebody today. No, it'll be fine. Your like, shit. you should have seen her mugshot, <laughs> too. It was fucking amazing. Like, you could see that bitch getting pissed over some turkey. Uh. Did you eat all the yams, motherfucker? I told you to leave me some goddamn <laughs> yams. <laughs> I've been working late, going to night school, and all I wanted was some fucking yams for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Last night when That's we was drinking, thing. you said you would wait for me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I promised you, I gave you my life. You have- <laughs> and you can't even promise me the yams. <laughs> Fuck. Did you drink all the oh. sparkling cider, too? Life's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. You've got a pretty good... You've got that accent. Damn. I know. It's pretty good. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, all right, so... I want to participate, but I just can't... I just can't live up to that. Uh, well... Anyway, go ahead. It's because my favorite movie is Varsity Blues... And I just channel that. Miss Davis, yeah. you got a problem with me? <laughs> Miss Davis's fat ass was shaking in my face. <laughs> <laughs> my face. My face. I still, every time I, I can't get it out of my head of Angel at the strip club. <laughs> Somebody would shake their ass and stuff. Oh. You keep putting that in my face, I'm going to put it in my mouth. <laughs> she told one of the strippers that. <laughs> and then she tells her, oh and she's God. like, I'm going to bite that ass like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I still think of that. That was so funny. That was like, that was like episode 69. Uh-huh. And you guys were recounting to like, Every person you called, you're just like, guess what we did last night. It was the best uh, night of my life. <laughs> best night, hands down. That's funny. More strip clubs. Yes. Yeesh. Oh, my God. I haven't been to a strip club yet. Oh, so. well, that was my first one. We should go to one. Yeesh. Can we, can we go to the one where the boys are stripping, though? Yeah, Let's because I fell in love with one of those little Twinkies, too. <laughs> he was, like, shaking it. Oh, my gosh. He was, like, humping the bar and shit. And I know that he was not into <laughs> women, but I don't care. Oh, my God. Like, and the, wow. uh, the one made eye contact with me. And, and then Angel, a little bit more with Angel than me. But I was, like, I blushed. I was, like, Jesus Christ. Nope. Jesus Christ. And yeah, he was, he instead of Magic Mike, he was more Meth Mike, but that's okay. He still had the Not moves. Super hot. He wasn't super hot, but the way he moved was very appreciated. You, you lost me at, you lost me at Twinkie. Yeah. You lost me there. Oh, the yeah. one though. Oh my God. Not the Meth one, but the other one. Anyway. 
<clears throat> anyway, so let's move on back to our at the ranch. <laughs> let's move on to the first actual Thanksgiving case, and there's not. We didn't go into the details this time because it's fuck Thanksgiving. So we're just saying yes. why. You know what? Other people feel the same way. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, Christopher Gaddis who was 58, decided fuck Thanksgiving one year. (laughs) And he ended up being charged with three counts of first-degree murder and three counts of use in a firearm, of a firearm, in the commission of a felony. His victims were Janet, no, how do you say that? Jeanette? Is that Jeanette? I would guess Jeanette. Jeanette. Jeanette Gaddis, who was also 58. Her daughter, who was 30, named Candace Coons. And her and Coons' boyfriend, 36-year-old Andrew, Andrew Butthorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's really his name. That's really unfortunate. Do you think it's Boothorn or do you think it's Butthorn? I'm saying Butthorn. You know, 90-whatever percent of the people in that person's life looked at his last name, saw Butthorn, laughed, and just said, Can you pronounce your last name for me? (laughs) I wish that... And then... Huh? I don't know. I'm going to go with Butthorn, too. Butthorn. I wish that his first name was Richard. Richard Butthorn. (laughs) That would be so much better. Dick Butthorn. Oh, cute. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, now that I'm just being a total dick, all three of these victims died. So let's t- let's speak ill of the dead. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about his last name. Okay, let's just get that straight. Exactly. Yes. Um. So I don't know what his motive is. So this left me hanging. No matter where I looked, I could not find his goddamn motive. But when the cops got there, they well, there's a quote from when they got there. It says, I have one detained. Be advised. He shot three people. I got one male subject on the ground. He's got two gunshots to the stomach. Sir, we have two females down in the kitchen. Which, oh my God. Officials say mm-hmm. that the women's bodies were found inside the home and the man's body was found out in the front yard. So I wonder, I want, it, my, the dude must have pissed them off or pissed him off somehow. Um, yeah. So their neighbors said that their little community that they lived in was a really tight-knit community. They said, we were all friends. That's what his neighbor, Mike Brown not Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrors, which go check out his podcast, <laughs> but a different Mike Brown. <laughs> well, maybe. Should we call Mike Brown and ask him if it was him? I don't know. Well, we could, we could always ask. We could always ask. Ask him about his tight-knit community. Mike, is your, do you live in this tight-knit community? Um, Can you tell us why Mr. Gattis killed... I'm guessing Jeanette is his wife. Yes. Obviously. Yes, it was his wife. But... Okay. Um, the neighbor also said, we hang out sometimes and cook in the backyard. I mean, every time I see them, they're always the same way. I had no clue that they were having problems that I knew of, but behind closed doors is behind closed doors. Ain't that the motherfucking truth? I know that that's always what's happened whenever I've had, <clears throat> I've had friends that have been murder victims, but I've had friends that, you know, killed themselves and. Whenever something like that, or when people get divorced or something, it's like, whoa, I had no idea anything Mm -hmm. was going wrong. Yep. 
Until one day. Until one day. Yep. Um, Okay, let's just mention that this murderer that shot his wife, stepdaughter, and stepdaughter's boyfriend was a fucking pastor of of a Grace Lutheran church in Chester, Virginia. Mm. Apparently he snapped. Like I don't know if the pie wasn't right or what the fuck happened, but he was just like, "Fuck, die, <laughs> all of you. We're we're done." It it's not unprecedented. I mean, that one lady snapped after her husband ate before her. So right, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe somebody took all the dark meat, and <laughs> this guy just lost his mind. <laughs> Bitch, you ate the dark meat. I told you not to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> situation is Man, not funny put but so many emotions into the i holidays. know fuck thanksgiving they're getting too worked up over turkey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the situation does really really suck though his wife was a uh realtor and had worked at the same real estate agency for 15 years and his daughter was a physical therapist so they were like you know decently accomplished people and he and right. he got mad over the dark meat and took him out. Brutal. Why do you have to? I wonder if it says anywhere what he what the motive. Was I couldn't us. find it anywhere. I mean, I I have to imagine that um, you know, like any other holiday, there have got to be so many calls to the police about domestic disturbance disturbances and things because people wrap up so much in the holidays that it just makes sense that it's it's kind of like this boiling point where people are going to explode like something is going to happen so maybe maybe you know there are cases like this where who knows what caused it it was just it was just the the straw that broke the camel's back right thanksgiving didn't go the way i wanted and my daughter's married to an asshole that i don't like and i'm gonna kill my wife i've been putting up with her for too long and she ate all the goddamn dark meat and whatever so (laughs) yeah right it's fucked. That's all I got. Well, okay. The last one we're going to talk about is a little bit longer. I'm going to let you go ahead and start with okay. this one if you don't if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. So Byron David Smith was a 64-year-old who had retired from the U.S. State Department. Smith's brother described him as a retired security engineer. Uh, excuse me, retired security engineering officer. In the few months leading up to the murders, he had been burglarized at least six times. He had thousands of dollars in cash stolen along with a watch his dad got after being a POW for over a year in World War II. They took the medals and ribbons that uh, he earned in the Air Force, guns and jewelry. Because of this, he was packing around a gun in a holster and installed a security system. That had both- There was evidence that- Oh, sorry. The security system oh, no, had both audio and video. It was like uh, top notch. Yeah, yeah, which is which is very important for the case later. Yes. On. Um. Uh, so there was evidence that uh, Haley Kiefer is that how you that's say her name? Kiefer was, Haley yeah, Kiefer. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Haley Kiefer, eighteen, and her cousin uh, Nicholas brady 17 were to blame for some of the break-ins they were also being investigated for prior robberies i had also read that he knew them before oh really like, he 
Yeah, that he knew them before, and he had actually, like, hired them to do little odd jobs around his place, so they knew him. Oh, and yeah. Which makes it even kind of freakier. Yeah, and I read that they had already broken in one time, at least, for sure, that there was evidence yes. that they had already done that, so. Okay, I guess maybe it was the boy who was stealing from his sister. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he was stealing okay. drugs from her. I don't know, like, I would imagine just prescription drugs. Yep. Prescription. Prescription drugs. So, on November 22nd, 2012, which just happened to be Thanksgiving Day, Haley and Nicole, uh, Nicholas broke into Smith's home. Video shows the teens casing the property prior to the break-in. They entered the house by breaking a window upstairs and climbing into the house. Smith was in the basement when he shot Nichols twice with a Ruger Mini-14 at the top of the basement stairs, and once in the face fatally after he fell to the bottom of the stairs. After he shot him, you can hear him say on the audio, You're dead. You can hear him dragging the body off, the, off out of the way. He is breathing hard, and then you hear him reload, reloading the gun. You can also hear him go upstairs and walk around loudly for a while. When Haley got to the top of the basement stairs, like 10 minutes later, he shot her. It only wounded her, and she fell down the stairs. When she got to the bottom of the stairs, he said, Sorry, she, he said, Sorry about that. <laughs> After Smith's rifle jammed, he said, You're dying. He shot her four times in the chest with a 22 caliber revolver and called her a bitch. As he dragged her across the floor to set her beside the body, of her cousin, he was calling her a bitch and then shot her fatally under the chin. Okay. Um, Hold on. Yeah. So, you sent me the audio for that, which was fucking horrifying. It made me sick. You can hear him shoot. You can hear him fall down the stairs. Like, thunk, 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 thunk. And then he shoots again with the girl. He shoots her again. And she's, like, screaming and crying. But, as, okay, so as she falls down the stairs, though, when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, he's like, sorry about that. And then he just starts shooting her with the twenty two because his gun jammed. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was yeah. listening to it. Like, I had knots in my stomach. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This is horrible. She's 18. An 18-year-old girl, and you mm -hmm. just, you're just going to do that? Like, I get that she's breaking into yeah. your house, but god damn, that was an overkill. Literally. Yeah, so, so this is actually a really controversial case mm -hmm. that I've read, because um, there's some level of uh, authority that he had and that people do have the laws vary by state of who you can shoot. Mm -hmm. I would say discretion advised if you're going to go look. This is on YouTube if you want to go listen to the audio or see any of the security footage for this. Um, it's really disturbing. Did you watch uh, the videos too? Uh, put my stomach in yeah. knots. Uh, so the videos, I don't think that they have the videos public that show the actual inside so there's crime scene photos of the inside and there's video of the outside of the house so there's yeah there's video of him walking around outside the house before they get there is there video or is there pictures of them dead or is it just the pictures of what the basement looked like because mm, i saw the pictures of the basement I but i didn't dare look I at the crime scene photos <laughs> i'm chicken yeah, I don't I don't do very many. I feel like there's only maybe 
a dozen or less crime scene photos that I've actually looked at personally. I just don't like to look at them. Yeah, I don't either. I'll read about it, but the photos, you can't, you can't, unsee. You can't unsee the photos. Yeah, I think the worst thing that I've seen is probably the Sharon Tate um, murder scene from the Manson murders. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't do the pictures because I'm too much of a sissy. Yeah, I saw a bunch of them at the Museum <laughs> of Death, and I was like, oh my god, look at me. I'm looking at crime scene photos. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm going to start <laughs> overthinking it. Fuck. And it was Manson crime scene <laughs> photos. And there was also yeah. Dahmer crime scene photos, which I was like, oh, fuck. What did I just do? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I'm sure we have much braver listeners that are hardcore. Oh, yeah, definitely. The There's up. lots of them. But you and I are, I'll read all day about it, but I ain't fucking looking at it. No. No, and I was actually really shocked at myself that I went and listened to the audio recordings of this because that's even more real mm -hmm. in some ways than the actual crime scene photos because you can hear we, the moment of murder. Yeah, and you can hear And it's begging. very real. Yeah, and you can hear her crying yeah, and, and shit. Yeah, and she's begging for her life. It's so yeah. sad. I mean, it's very brief, but like, oh man, you can tell that he is kind of enjoying it. Oh yeah, definitely. Shoot. I'm sure she thought she was a real pro. I feel a little bit safer. Not totally safe. I'm still shaking a bit, but a little bit safer. I refuse to live in fear. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you listened to it at the very beginning of the mm -hmm. audio recordings. Uh he um he's practicing talking to the police yeah. so he knows what he's going to do oh yeah he's, like mm -hmm. he knows he's not just defending himself from these people he knows that he's going to kill these people so yeah so smith then waited until friday to have a neighbor call the police saying that he did not want to bother law enforcement on thanksgiving so he's like i don't want to bother the cops so i'm gonna let these two dead bodies sit in my house that's so fucking gross overnight it's pretty creepy I don't want to so Morrison County Sheriff Michael Wetzel was acknowledged uh, has acknowledged that Bra Brady and Kiefer were there to rob Smith's residence. Nick's sisters claimed he stole drugs from her home August 28th in a case that was still under investigation. Evidence recovered from the car driven by Brady was linked to a burglary of the residence of a retired teacher the night before he and Kiefer were killed by uh, Byron Smith. Smith's statements to police describe delivering killing shots to the heads of both victims after he had shot them on the stairs and they had fallen to the basement floor wounded. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In his statement, Smith said that Kiefer had let out a short laugh after she fell down the stairs saying, Weird. Smith said that Kiefer had let out a short laugh after she fell down the stairs saying, If you're trying to shoot somebody and they laugh at you, you go again. In police interviews, Smith acknowledged firing more shots than I needed to. 
That's a quote. Mm-hmm. And that he fired good clean a good clean finishing shot into Kiefer's head. Like acting like it was just a job. Like I, so what had happened was What had happened? Uh-huh. It gets worse, but I'm gonna let you stew about that in for a second because I've got more in there. But mm-hmm. first we can talk about the castle doctrine debate and so yeah the castle doctrine is basically saying that um you can shoot an intruder in your house and you Mm -hmm. know however um had he only fired one shot he would have been justified under this under minnesota's castle law but since he chose to double tap triple tap quadruple tap all the taps he didn't get that option (laughs) The Sheriff Wetzel said that the law doesn't permit you to execute someone once the threat is gone. So, basically, after that first shot, that was all he should have been allowed to do legally and been okay with it. So, he could have shot him both, let him Mm -hmm. fall down the stairs and let him bleed out while he called the police, I guess. And then he would have been just fine. But literally, like, ten minutes in between. It's a long time in between that the boy get shot then and then the girl gets shot yes because i was wondering when the hell she was ever going to come down like he goes Mm -hmm. upstairs and walks around and then goes back down like he was waiting for her and he didn't even try to call the police either no no and i think that's kind of the big argument on this case because another thing is that uh uh I read that he made the house look like nobody mm-hmm. was home. Like he was, he was setting. I, so clearly, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm definitely not going to excuse these people from robbing people. No. That shit's wrong. Yeah. Um, but definitely, and I and I also won't argue that like people should have the right to defend themselves in their own homes. Mm-hmm. But what this guy was doing was, like, he wanted to kill these two. Yeah, he did. Like, he was pissed at them. Mm -hmm. And so he staged the situation, like, he wasn't home, and then he was waiting for them. Yeah. And he planned on killing them. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had the surveillance, so he obviously saw them casing his house. So he was like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and then with him in the recording, before he's even shot them, practicing how he's going to talk to the lawyer about it. Yeah, he's basically finding out how he's going to. He basically just wants to exploit the law to say, "Oh, I was totally justified in murdering these people." However, so, on his audio, yeah, there's there's a part in the audio where he's saying, "In your left eye," because I think he planned on shooting the one guy in his left eye. And he also says on it, mm-hmm. I didn't realize I don't have, or no, sorry. I realize I don't have an appointment, but I would like to see one of the lawyers here. You can just hear him talking to himself mm-hmm. in the basement saying that shit like way before they ever yep. got murdered. Yep. The prosecution noted that Kiefer, the girl, was later shot in the left eye by Smith and alleged that... Um, the other statement, uh, I'm sorry, I, now I can't talk. The other statement is a rehearsal of what he would say after the shooting, an indication that he knew he would soon need an attorney. So, yeah, we talked about all that. Yeah. Fucking weirdo, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
His recorded statements, the evidence indicating that he had planned on the shootings along with the excessive murder. No, that's not murder. That word is number of shots (laughs) fired. (laughs) Number. Led to the charge of second degree murder. Um. He initially he was initially charged with two counts of second degree murder. However, in April of 2013, he was indicted on two counts of first degree murder. Bill was set at $50,000, but guess what? He posted it. He posted What the it. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Then on April 29th of 2014, he was found guilty on two counts of first degree murder with premeditation at and on two counts of second-degree murder after three hours of jury deliberations. He was immediately sentenced to life in prison without parole. Do not pass go. go. Do not collect $200. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. The audio recordings were named by the jurors as the biggest influence on their decision. Quote, this is a quote, That was the most damning piece of evidence in my mind. Said that's what one of the jurors said. The audio recording of the actual killings and the audio recording of Mr. Smith's interview immediately after his arrest pretty much convinced me that we're dealing with a deranged individual. And I got a lot of that from Murderpedia. It says Wikipedia. Murderpedia. But there's really a website, uh-huh. Murderpedia. Because I didn't buy the book and go all deep like balls in like I usually do because fuck Thanksgiving. It's it's a really interesting case. It is. I I've seen well because you know one I I can't really help it sometimes but look at comments and things, at uh, on those YouTube videos of the recordings and there are a lot of people, a surprising amount of people that were backing this guy up. Really. For these murders. Oh, just because yeah. they were intruding. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think well, and you know we're recording this. Uh, on Veterans Day, actually, and I I had read that this guy had served in the military. Yeah, he was in the too. Air Force. Yes, that's right. Um, and um, you know, I I I try not to look at a lot of cases as too one sided. So I know there's a lot of people that think if somebody breaks into their house, that they are justified to like kill that person. Not just, like, stop them, but to, like, straight up kill them. So, um, yeah, that's that's an interesting situation. People were saying in the comments, it's just like, well, if somebody breaks into your house, bang, they're dead. Um, I don't personally feel that way. It becomes kind of tricky, but it, it seems like there's a lot of other options to try and get somebody to stop breaking into your house than just, like... And hey, I mean, if you really need to shoot somebody, shoot them in the leg. That's what I was thinking. Shoot them in the kneecap and let them try to walk away. Like, let's do this. You want to fuck on me? I'll shoot you in the kneecap. I mean, I don't think turning to vigilante uh, murder the fuck out of somebody is like the, the the first destination of like a reasonable mentally stable person right because if you listen to these recordings it is not self-defense anymore no it is he is pissed at these people and he wants them yeah dead. when he's like you, you know? bitch and hauling her over it's payback yeah, at he's this point pissed. like you don't yeah like i would probably call yeah. somebody a motherfucker and shit but 
the way he shoots her, like, you know, I'd shoot somebody in the it's, kneecap. It's, it's cold-blooded. Yeah. I'd shoot someone in the kneecap be like, you son yeah. of a bitch, don't break into my fucking house. Fuck you. Like, I would talk shit, but... Not the way he did. But we, I have, okay, we have mm-hmm, an article mm-hmm. from the Star Tribune on April 30th of 2014. And this has some more info in it that is, yeah, even better. So I'm just going to read okay. it because I don't want to fuck it up. Um, it says, right. Little Falls, Minnesota. Minnesota. How do you say it all? Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, oh, real yeah. good. When it was all over, Tuesday... I uh, know. This is after the trial was when this happened, ob- obviously. The date after the trial. Okay. When it was all over, Tuesday, moments after he had... After he had been swiftly found guilty on four counts of murder for shooting two teenage intruders in his home, Byron Smith did not stand in respect for the jury. Instead, Smith, 65, sat at the defense pa- table silent. Wow, what a stand-up guy. (laughs) Everyone around him (laughs) rose to attention as the jury members filed out of the Morrison County courtroom, where during the tense, searing trial, they had all heard audio recordings of gunshots booming out, then the two teenagers groaning and screaming, then Smith muttering as they lay dead on his basement floor. Quote, "I, I don't see them as human. I see them as vermin. The Hulk. Smith was sentenced immediately after the jury's conviction, no, the jury's verdict, to a mandatory term of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Though Smith had been free on bail during the trial, deputies took him to into custody as he left the courtroom. Smith's attorney, Steve Mishbisher, told the judge that <laughs> Smith plans to appeal. <laughs> of course he fucking does. Um, whoa. Wait, when was this? 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, asked if he wanted to speak before his sentencing, Smith said only, thank you for the opportunity, Your Honor. I decline. Yes. So we're going to go to a part called Robbed of Their Lives in in this article. Article. Yep. relatives took the opportunity to give the victim impact statements before judge douglas anderson imposed two concurrent life sentences shot on thanksgiving day 2012 the two teenage cousins loved family gatherings uh kiefer's aunt larry skipper said quote now there are two empty seats at every one of them um i'm gonna skip a little bit more Okay. Um, because there is a part. Okay, here's the part that I want to skip to. It says, setting a trap. Prosecutors contended from the beginning that Smith had crossed a legal line into cold execution when he continued to shoot Brady and Kiefer as they descended his basement stairs about 10 minutes apart. They quickly charged him with second-degree intentional murder and later secured a grand jury indictment for first-degree permeditated. I almost fucked that up completely. Permeditated. Permeditated. <laughs> he was he was getting charged with that permeditated murder. I don't know what the fuck God. he was thinking. <laughs> He's going to be locked up for a long time for that permeditated murder. 
I hope he has that sticky made me, buns. This keeps making me think of that that joke that dad well that elaine was i can't remember who told it but dad told it i think in front of one of auntie lane's friends and it was man goes into the doctor and he says ever since i got that viagra stuck in my throat my neck's been stiff all night you know and <laughs> andy lane's <laughs> andy lane's friend was like niagara what's niagara <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. Permeditated Niagara swallowing. Permeditated Niagara. How about right. premeditated murder? That's the one. They argued that Smith, whose home and adjoining property had earlier break-ins, um, had planned to take matters in his own hands. Did you see Mr. Burns right now doing the hand thing? Excellent. Yes. In closing arguments Tuesday morning, Orpit Orpit said that Orpit. Smith wa- <laughs> Smith was setting a trap for a neighbor girl who he believed had been behind the break-ins. The prosecutor contended Smith saw her drive on his street that morning and set the plan into motion, moving his truck to appear as if he weren't home, activating an audio recorder in his basement and loading his guns and sitting settling into a basement reading chair with water, snacks, and a novel. Orpit said, (laughs) I know, Orpit said that he had a tarp ready in his basement to wrap the body of Brady after he shot him. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. This This guy dug his own grave because I think at some level he might have been able to get away with this. Like, these oh, for sure. people broke into my house if he only, like, shot them a couple times and didn't tell Mr. Orpit about all of his <laughs> his clever little plan and uh, steamy you, romance novel to read. There's a picture, if you Google him and look up on the uh, Murderpedia... There's, like, all kinds of pictures of his basement, and the little chair that he was sitting in waiting for them is, like, in between two bookshelves. It's, like, creepy as fuck. Like, he's just sitting there chilling out, eating his snacks, loading and unloading his guns, oh. waiting for them to come. I don't know. And oh practicing God. practicing what he's going to say to his voice recorder. Uh, that See, that's the other thing that I don't get. It's, like... He must have been disturbed at some level to to set up that voice recorder. Yeah. Um, Because, what the fuck? I mean, and and one of the jurors said that that was the thing that Mm -hmm. got him in trouble. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at at the pictures pictures right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say I'll put a link to the pictures and to the audio in the show notes. So if you guys are brave, you can go look at it. The pictures aren't bad; it just shows the basement, but the the audio is rough. Anyway, yeah. Orpit Orpit told the jury, "Quote: Some of you hunters will think this sounds like deer hunting. Like, mm. okay, the fuck? We're hunting teenagers on Thanksgiving." Yeah. What? That it, he does kind of make a point, though, you know, when you go out deer hunting, you bring out your book, and your dad used to do that. He'd bring a book out into the woods and some snacks and whatever. So. Uh-huh. Well, and the, yeah. the Mr. Orpit also said that um, it, that chair that we were talking about looked like a deer stand. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's really creepy. Gonna hunt yep. some people today. 
Gonna go hunt some people. Yeah. But. Yikes. Yeah, that was about all I had to say about this case. Yeah. Um, it's just totally fucked. Google a picture of the guy, too. Like, he looks like he's half a bubble off. I think he's lived alone way too long after serving in the military for too long. And I got broke into too many times, and he just lost his fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's entirely possible that he just... Yeah, I mean, he had some PTSD or something, but I don't know. Yeah. You, can, you can tell that he's just... He's not all right upstairs in those recordings. It's no, not even a little bit. And, not and I bit. get it. I get people that want to sympathize with him on a certain level, like to a certain right. extent. But but at some point, you're like, well, you don't. I mean, listen to the the audio recordings. Your sympathy for him will go away pretty quick. Completely. <laughs> yeah, I'll put little clips in here for those that aren't so brave. But, yeah, all the audio removes any doubt that he might have just been protecting himself. Because he heard the window break. And he waited. It was at least two minutes before the the kid came downstairs. Because you can hear it break. And then it's a Mm -hmm. while before the kid comes downstairs. At that point, call 911. And, yes, Yes. it is okay to bother the police on Thanksgiving Day because there (laughs) are people who are working on Thanksgiving Day, which (laughs) I'm sure they would rather show up to a break-in than a fucking day-old murder the next day. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that conversation. He's like... By the way, I just wanted to let you know I gave you guys... You're welcome for the day off yesterday. I was <laughs> I was trying to be really considerate, and the cop's looking at him. He's like, what the fuck what the is your problem? Fuck? <laughs> what it's the like, fuck? You could have just called us when they were breaking in yesterday, and, and this wouldn't have been happening. Well, well, t- t- Jesus, next, that's the last time I'll do anything nice for you. God damn it. and here i was just looking after you i was trying to make sure that you had a nice dinner with your family the cop says i wasn't having your cornucopia huh (laughs) (laughs) did someone shit in your cornucopia what the fuck is the matter with you <laughs> I was trying to give you a peaceful Thanksgiving off. Jesus Christ, man. God damn. Wow. Smith's friend and neighbor, Bill. This is interesting. Uh, Smith's friend and neighbor, Bill Anderson, was visibly upset after the verdict. He had testified in the trial about how fearful Smith had become about repeated break ins and said Tuesday that Smith was the victim. Byron Smith is one of the nicest gentlemen you're ever going to meet, he said. If one of you people uh, would have would have a flat tire in, in front of the courthouse today, that gentleman would go buy you a new tire and send you on your way. After the verdicts, Morrison County. Sheriff Michael Wetzel implied that some watching the case had turned it into something it wasn't. Uh, This is from the sheriff. This isn't a case about whether you have the right to protect yourself in your home. You clearly do. That's a given. Rather, this was a case about where the limit where the limits are before and after a threat to you and your home occurs. In this case, a jury decided that there are limits, and they decide. Sorry, in this case, the jury decided there are limits, and they uh, decided where they are. So, 
Yeah, I think I think that sums it up nicely and without making this too much of a controversial case because nobody's arguing that you can't have a gun. Nobody's arguing that you can't have a gun to protect yourself. Nobody's arguing that you can't shoot intruders that break into your fucking house. Right. They are arguing that you can't just like after they've been disabled, you can't just go and shoot them six more times. Right. That's a They're, bit of a yeah. no-no. <laughs> Zombies, yes. Teenagers, yes. no. Yes, teenagers that are unarmed, that you've already shot and made them fall down the stairs, maybe right. Maybe they're good. Yeah, there's... Maybe you I, got them. One shot would have been fine. They're young. I mean, I get that it wasn't like a super high-powered rifle. I looked it up, and that's like a two twenty three. So it's not... It's like mm. a varmint-killing gun. That's Right. But you can kill somebody with a twenty two. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did right. because that's the second gun that he used after his uh, fourteen. Yeah, after it. Um, yeah. Died, or jammed, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he grabbed a twenty-two and shot her. What? Six? Was it five or six more times? I don't remember. I can't remember Four how many more times he shot her. Yeah, and then he shot her like a while later. He shot her yeah, again, under like the chin. through the ch- under the chin. Yeah, I yeah. think he shot her five more times after the initial shot where she fell down the stairs. Because he shot her four times in the torso because I counted it because I listened to it. Like an asshole, I listened to it twice. Because... Oh, you did? Yeah, what... I listened to it once and I'm like, I feel bad that I listened to those poor people dying. I feel dying. so dirty right now. <laughs> well, I'm like about ready to puke at I that know. point. I was like, oh, no. Because the gunshot yeah. came out of nowhere on yeah. the first one. You don't hear any kind of scuttle scuffle scuttle fuffle scuffle or anything you just hear boom boom and it's like fuck that guy the the when the guy gets shot at the beginning he makes like a very tv sort of groan he did (gasps) yeah yeah and you're just like oh that shit's not fake that's actually what happens when you get shot yeah yeah fuck no so that's our version of fuck thanksgiving yeah, fuck Thanksgiving. But don't you have and, some fun Thanksgiving, though? I mean, all I have are the things that, you know, you might say on Thanksgiving that might be, you know, you can take in different ways. So I might, I read, I said some of them earlier, but. <laughs> you can take in different ways. <laughs> yeah, you can take it in different ways. You That's can take this like stuffing any way you want. <laughs> Through your cat so, door. I mean, the first thing... I mean, the turkey isn't always the only thing on the table that needs basting. I'll say that. <laughs> I have, from time to time, told a person or two that uh, they make my turkey timer pop. Oh, but I don't, Lord. Rochelle? I don't know what that means. Rochelle. Calling Rochelle. Yeah, Rochelle. I got something for you to gobble. <laughs> See, this... <laughs> You should see the audio spike from that. Oh my god, I wasn't ready for oh that. You do. Oh my, I was so pleased with myself. I, I shouldn't admit this, but the time when the, when I said the porno line in the last episode I was on, yeah, like, how loud you laughed after that. I was like, I don't think I've ever made anybody laugh that hard in my whole life. <laughs> oh yeah. The other one was uh, tying the legs to get together will keep the inside moist. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. 
<laughs> I should make you read these. So this next one, it looks like this is a, a, a Thanksgiving Day Parade one. She's 5,000 pounds, fully inflated, and it takes 15 men to hold her down. <laughs> oh, so it's me. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, I didn't say shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm working on my positive affirmations every day, and I'm not supposed to be mean to myself. So that was just a joke. Hey, shit, I do that. I have to do that, too. It's just, like, I have to name, like, five things I'm grateful for and five positive things about somebody else. And then my other is, like, name five things good about yourself. And I'm just sitting there, like, God, there's nothing, though. I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We just took a really dark turn. (laughs) And you're just, like, man. And then you just, like, try and say something that you're good at. And then you undercut it. And you're, like, but I'm not good enough at it not good at anything <laughs> i know that's just just like, why it's so funny because i fe- i know what you're talking about you're just like i eat pretty healthy no i don't not healthy enough shit and then i'm sitting there I'm like i exercise but not as much as you should and then i'm like man i'm not good at anything <laughs> shit so okay let let me tell you something i get a morning phone call from jail <laughs> that says let's do your positive affirmations i'm like all right i have to have somebody calling me from jail to remind me to be positive what this is a fucked up universe right now okay what did i do (laughs) but anyway i have to say so i have to say my name is nikki and i am in something positive about myself and i'm like and i am I know. Um, <laughs> I've been there too, and it's like, come on, there are good things about you. Just stop. I know, doing- but you just, yeah, you you guess everything, like second guess everything. Like, if I say I'm a good mom, does that mean that I'm really conceited? What if I'm not a good mom? What if my kids are assholes and I'm really not, and I think that I'm a good mom, but I'm not? Yeah. The first yeah. time he was like, "Oh my god, stop!" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Oh. And then I have to say, yeah. like. Um, if mentally I'm feeling this, physically I'm feeling that, my internal goals are this, my external goals are that, I am grateful for, and I'm like, uh, uh, because <laughs> I can only ever, like, there's so many things I'm grateful for that I want to just, like, list it off, but then yeah. sometimes I'm like, I'm grateful for, like, cheese sticks, is that okay to say? Yeah. Or is, is it okay to say that I'm grateful for my mozzarella stick that I'm eating right now? <laughs> He's like, whatever floats your boat. All yeah. right. Yeah. You can be grateful for that. Yeah. I think I think we should do I think we should do Thanksgiving affirmations for our do oh, a twist fuck. instead of yeah no I think we should I think we should I think we should say. Because uh, everybody will go around the Thanksgiving table and be like, I'm thankful that I'm not pregnant or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't talk. But people, <laughs> people. But we should say, you and I should right now say, I am thankful that I am, and then say something. Oh, God. Do something like that. You can cut this out if it ends up being super dumb. No, it's fine. We're doing it right now? Right now. Right now? Fuck. You go first. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, it's so bad. (laughs) 
And trying not to be a smart ass while you're doing it, that is my biggest struggle. Because every day I, I want to be a smart ass. And to undercut yourself. Yeah. And every day, like I did, I said something smart ass once and he was like, God damn it, Nikki, you're being positive. I'm like, fuck, I don't know how. I'm not a positive person. Yeah. No, I really am. I know. Just, it just, I, my brain goes blank and I'm like, um, what? Yeah. I, okay, I have one and this, I'm going to get like all deep and whatever, but I am thankful that I, uh, can be okay with disappointing people and that sounds weird but like i feel like no matter how hard you and i i feel like no matter how hard you try at the end of the day you're still going to disappoint somebody i'll make like seven people happy but then three other people want my head on a plate right it's like whatever the fuck like i worked my ass off today i made you 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 and you happy i'm okay that i disappointed the other two of you i'm so sorry that it was you but, but, yeah, I'm, there's only so much you I'm can do. I'm thankful that I can let other people's disappointment not eat my lunch anymore. Yeah. That's mine. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I am grateful that I figured out that I need to value myself and love myself more before I can do stuff for others. you damn right. That's what I've been you working on. You can't love yourself. Really how hard. in the hell you gonna get? How the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> yes. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. Yes. yes. That is. That's literally what I've been working on since Angel went to rehab. Yeah. Put that Angel. gas mask on before you, you know, mm-hmm. sec- secure your own oxygen mask yes. before helping somebody else. I am securing my own oxygen mask. And do you know how much easier life has been since I started doing that? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like that a lot. Positive <laughs> affirmations on Thanksgiving. Uh, well, I just have to rattle off these last few, and I'm going to do it okay. real fast. Don't play with your meat. Just spread the legs open and stuff it in. Don't play <laughs> with your meat. Oh, I said that twice. <laughs> Shit, cut this out. <laughs> Don't play with your meat. <laughs> I have it on there twice. It must be really serious. <laughs> you don't want people to play with their meat. Yeah. And you still have a little bit on your chin. <laughs> but that could go with any, any sort of eating thing. You should cut those last ones out. They suck. I, like, ran out. <laughs> I ran out of juice at the end. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I like I like the cornucopia though one. Yes. Well, you got you shoved up in your cornucopia. Okay. <laughs> I've run out of gas. I'm like fifty percent less funny on this episode than I was on Urban Legends. But oh, me too. I don't. I got nothing today. We got nothing. We got nothing. The title nothing. of the episode is "Fuck Thanksgiving." Um, what was if the- you need a Thanksgiving laugh, what I would say is go to go watch the clip in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when Steve Martin has to go to the rental car company, and <laughs> it'll make you happy <laughs> instantly. You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. 
and I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. Um, so if you want some of our merchandise, leaving on that note, yes. if you want some of our merch, go to colormedeadpod.threadless.com. And you can get a Yeesh shirt like mine, or we have the Order of the Chalk line, or we have other shit on there. Just fucking go look. Like the shirt Kagan's wearing that you can see right now. It says Color Me Dead Podcast with Angel. Except for they can't see it. I know. That's why it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm behind. Oh. Except for they can't see it. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you want a bath bomb of our sorts you can go to purplelotusonline.com use the promo code deadpod15 and get an amazing bath bomb i went and got some and i only have two left and now i need more More. i have one bath bomb left i need more too oh yes we need more more for all that holiday stress you need to get your bath bomb game on now yeesh yeesh well, you're going to hear from me one more time before Thanksgiving. I think one more time. Or is it two? Do I not know what my... Do I not know well, my Well, you do schedule? know Thanksgiving's week after next, right? Okay, then everybody will hear from me one more time. And I'm going to okay. spoiler alert the shit out of this. I have an actual Scottishman from Scotland... <gasps> As my oh, guest. Man. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That That's going to be serious. But anyway. Can't wait. A Scottish man. And Emily Duvall, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say you picked this episode. Um, I'll just let you wonder if you oh. don't know. Teaser, um. teaser, teasers. Teasers, teasers. Anyway, how about... Don't feed people stuffing through the cat flap. And, <laughs> and stay, stay out, out of chalk, chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> stuffing in the cat flap. That's so good. <laughs> shit. You can't, oh, my God. You can't make the good shit up. I'm telling you.